0: To And here we go. Welcome to the koi Pond and Water Garden podcast. A podcast for the aquatically obsessed with your host Mike Gannon, the pond hunter. In pursuit of all things aquatic, bringing you koi Pond and Water garden advice straight from the field. The show starts now. Hey, everybody. Hey, what's happening? Welcome to the Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast. This is episode 58 of the Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast, and I'm your host, Mike Gannon. Very happy to be here with all of you. I am a pond professional, and my company is Full Service Aquatics, which is based out of Summit, New Jersey. And we specialize in koi ponds, water gardens, water features, design, installation, and services. Uh, My website is fullserviceaquatics.com. My phone number is 908-277-6000. Get in touch if you need any help with your pond or you're interested in doing a project. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about what I think is a very underappreciated pond fish that actually is a really great fish, and that is the golden orf. The golden orf, or eyed, I think is a somewhat overlooked choice as a fish to stock your pond and water garden with these days. But the orf is also easy to find, affordable, and most pond fish dealers, even aquarium shops, will seasonally stock the golden orf because they know about its hardiness, its interesting behavior, and easy upkeep when it comes to our backyard pond installations. The golden orf has been in the United States for over 100 years now, introduced to the U.S. back in the 1870s. But this line of fish is older than that. Leuciscus itis, the golden orf, was described by Carl Linnaeus himself, who was the father of taxonomy, uh, taxonomy, taxonomy, Back in 1758, so the fish has been around, when the study of natural history was among the most distinguished of the sciences. Um, and a huge effort was put into the classification of plants, creatures, organisms, all these, um, you know, everything growing and living on our planet. The native territory of the orf is in European and Asian rivers and large lakes from Russia to Mongolia. The current territory of the wild orf, which is more of a blue-gray color, uh, has spread worldwide and still remains a popular sport fish in many countries. The ornamental variety, the golden orf, again, its scientific name is leuciscus itis, is from the family cyprinidae, where minnows, dace, and carp also come from. And I hope I'm pronouncing this stuff right. This is all Latin to me. So I a All those other fish, the minnows, dace, carp, they make great pond-keeping fish as far as being hardy. Um, maybe not so much for the colors, though, which is always what's most appreciated by most fish keepers in their backyard ponds. The Leuciscus genus is comprised of kind of a, a nicely bodied fish, somewhat elongated, And it has a noticeable arch in the back, the dorsal area, when it's a larger size orf. Their head is kind of small. They have a relatively small head for their body. And it's a very different shape from the popular koi and goldfish um, of many pond keepers. Keeping the golden orf is is a lot like keeping a bit of pondy history. It was originally introduced to the U.S., brought over from Europe to stock estate and farm ponds. And I'm sure their beauty was a consideration back then when stocking those early ponds, but their impact on insect control and water quality was equally or possibly more important. They probably ended up as an occasional meal here and there as well. And now they're not classified as an invasive species. Um, The orf actually has a very good habitat match here in North America, and it's pretty successfully transitioned into many of the natural water bodies, not just by human distribution, but by flood events and other natural means. It can be found throughout a large range here in the United States. Today, the golden orf has also found their way into our backyard, designer ponds, and water gardens. The domestic golden orf can easily be found at many local pond and water garden retailers, online sellers, but buying them in person is always more fun. Being able to go there and see them, pick them out, see their behavior, get that connection. The golden orf is a long and slender fish, deep bodied. It can get pretty big. They can get up to 20 inches, maybe even a little bit more. And they weigh in at four, even up to five pounds. I mean, it's a pretty significant fish. Uh, it's a very solid looking fish when it's mature and it's color from what I've seen is is kind of a golden orange mix. I've seen them look yellowish and I've actually even seen them as like a pale pink type of coloration. Even though they're referred to as golden, all of those can kind of fall under the the golden umbrella. They do like to be in schools, shoals. So if you get them, they're best displayed that way as well. Get a few of them, get like five or more maybe three if you have a, a kind of, if you just don't have the room. Um, they do like to constantly swim just under the surface of the water. So it's a very visible fish. They move grouped together. They'll rarely break away and become solitary. And they're very active as well. Always offering something to watch at the pond, constantly skimming along the surface, ready to eat whatever meal that would be unfortunate enough to land in a pond full of orph. Their natural diet is crustaceans, worms, snails, insects, even small fish, so they are considered predatory. However, the golden orf that we keep in our ponds are very well acclimated to taking prepared foods also. A good floating pellet will be readily accepted by orf. They'll eat it on up. And that's not to say that instinct doesn't kick in if they're hungry and the right size little fish happens in front of them, boom, they're going to be on it. And any insect landing on the pond really doesn't have a chance. So, um, when it comes to treats, you can give them treats of krill and earthworms from time to time, and they will love that. It's interesting before Koi hit the, the fish keeping market, um, The orf and goldfish were really battling for first place in the hearts of yesteryear's pond keepers. It was a very popular obsession back in the late 1800s, early 1900s, it was very popular. Then the koi came along and messed up the whole day and the orf has become a little forgotten about by today's pond keepers, but it never disappeared. Good news is that koi, goldfish, and orf can all stay in the same pond together. Um, The orf is definitely better kept in large ponds. I think 800 gallons plus would be ideal. It's not an aggressive or a territorial fish. They do like a lot of oxygen. So a pond or a water garden with a waterfall would be very well suited for keeping them. And if not, you know, use a a very good aeration system. Try to get a little water movement. Even skimming, of course, is going to help. Uh, to keep oxygen levels pretty high. Temperatures, they can actually handle a nice range. I mean, they, they do very well in um, North America backyard ponds. I think if you're 24 inches or deeper is ideal for them when you're keeping them outdoor year-round. They They can handle kind of a low-end range of water temperatures around, you know, 40 degrees, possibly a little lower, but, I mean, hopefully... That wouldn't be the case. And up to 75 degrees, which is pretty, pretty high range. Um, 75 is considered tropical. They are not tropical fish, and 75 would be really on the high end. Can they handle it? Yes. Is it desirable? No, not at all. So anywhere in between that range, typical pond water temperatures of 60, 65 are perfect and very comfortable for them. And they'll even successfully spawn in your ponds and water gardens during the spring when given enough room. Their courtship comes off as aggressive behavior, which is normal. And, you know, in the fish world, that's kind of just how it goes. That's, that's the romantic side of it. So if you do see a lot of sudden chasing and splashing, that's probably what's going on. Romance in the pond. Um, romance occurs intermittently March through June. Um, the eggs can be found, kind of broadcast. And if it's available they'll they'll go into vegetative areas and kind of broadcast the eggs inside there, and they stick to um, leaves, the eggs just stick to everything. usually, from what I've seen um in backyard ponds, not that many baby orf actually make it because orf and other fish uh they eat their own eggs, but year after year, if they're spawning, you'll see more orf in your pond. I, I just think reproduction rates successfully growing out to a, an adult orf is kind of low because of those reasons. And the orf can live a very impressive 20 years or so in captivity. So you can expect to have a nice long relationship with your golden orf. Everybody loves to tell a fish story and here's a fish that has a story built into it. Leuciscus itis, the golden orf, shares a long history with people who keep fish in ponds and water gardens. Like you? and Think about it. Carl Linnaeus himself, in a frenzy of scientifically describing everything within his reach, shoved his hand into the water, pulled out a golden orf, and found it worthy of some of the earliest scientific descriptions of the animal kingdom. If you haven't kept orf and you have the room in your pond, head out to your local pond and water garden fishery tailor. Check them out. Find yourself a few. Tell them the Koi Pond Water Garden podcast sent you. And thanks for spending some time with me, everyone. I hope this was a good primer on keeping Golden Orph, a fish worthy of a place in your pond. And again, I'm your host, Mike Gannon. I'm a pond professional, and my company is Full Service Aquatics in Summit, New Jersey. My website is fullserviceaquatics.com. My phone number, 908-277-6000. We specialize in koi ponds, water gardens, water features of all types, shapes, and sizes. If you're interested in talking, reach out. Be happy to help. Thanks. Keep it pondy, everybody. And we will see you next time on the Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast. You have been listening to the Pond Hunter Radio Broadcast on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Mike Gannon, the Pond Hunter. In the pursuit of all things aquatic, broadcasting Wednesday nights on Blog Talk Radio, the Pond Hunter, keeping it pondy for the Aquatically Obsessed. Keep the pondy, everybody. We'll see you next time. Peace.